Hey, hello, is this thing on? Ooh, it's been a little while. But welcome back to From East to West, a show where we talk about anime from the Eastern world and animation that was here made in the good old Western part of the world. Now, today's episode, we're going to talk about Steven Universe, the movie, not the show, the movie. And for those of you who still haven't watched it, what's wrong with you? Get on board, man. I don't care if you have to go to your internet server, go onto CartoonNetwork.com and look it up. Watch it, then get back to this because we're going to talk about the movie, the good, the bad, and I don't want to hear that we said spoilers because guess what? You should have seen the movie already. Let's begin. Alright, so it's been two years into the future since Change Your Mind. Steven's now 16 years old. Diamonds have actually gotten better with expressing emotion. Ooh. A little awkward sometimes, but guess what? They're inorganic beings. They'll get used to it. But anywho, everything's good on Earth, peace, and there's a sing-along, obviously, because, you know, Earth is happy. It's been two years of peace. Woo! And that is up until Garnet notices, no, we don't get our happily ever after just yet, because we have a new challenger! And who's that new challenger? Well, Spinel. And to be honest with you guys, I definitely understand where Spinel's coming from. Now, yeah, I know she went about it the wrong way, but how would you feel after being left on a garden floating in space for 6,000 years? I don't think anybody would be very good with handling those emotions. And those emotions are of abandonment. Yeah, we got we took a dark turn there. Yes, Spinell has been dealing with abandonment issues and she has every right to lash out. And I do think the movie does its best to address the issue of abandonment, but I'm not a big fan of how Steven put up with it, you know? Instead of Steven going, hey, thanks for getting the uh, big old drill out the damn earth. Now, uh, if you want to be friends, instead he's like, uh, yeah. Thanks for doing that. You can go now. That's not the Steven we grew up with. If Rebecca Sugar made this for the fans, don't you think that maybe not stalting Steven's character development would have been a thing that she probably wouldn't have have done? Think about it. He should have, or in reality, he probably would have been like, Hey, Spinell, thank you for that. I know I can't change what my mom did to you, but we can at least be friends. We can start something fresh, something new. You can live on Earth. I don't know. It's just something didn't stick with me. And I guess that's part of the reason why I love this movie. I do, but I'm not a big fan of how the character development for Steven went. It could have been better and it could have been, you know, handled also better. I keep saying better because you know those are my crush words. Biller, biller, biller. Anywho, but let me talk about Spinel. First off, I love her design. Yes, I mean obviously she was gonna come out pink. I mean the diamonds did make her for pink. <laughs> you know, for a buddy, for someone to hang out with. At the time, think about it. She didn't have her own colony yet, so she wasn't really focused on you know being a big girl and helping you know handle Earth. It was more like, huh, you know, Pink's here, you know. We need her to have a friend since we're too busy doing our crap and war and all that stuff and getting our colonies together. 
Oh, here you go. Here's Pinel. She's perfectly cut, too. And that was another thing. I, I know this, too. Her diamond, yes, is in the shape of a heart, but it's actually cut very nicely. It doesn't look very jagged, very out of place. It's like, like looks like it was molded perfectly into the shape of a heart. And, yeah. And with that being perfect, don't you think she'd probably want to be the perfect friend? Hey, boom. But, yes, back to Spinel. I love her design. Um, I actually like the fact that she can stretch and all that good stuff. I think it's pretty cool. And it's definitely based on the rubber hose design. Like of, um, give or take, like Mickey Mouse from the 1930s. You know, like Steamboat Willie. Like, back then, think about it. Those cartoons really were able to stretch and go crazy with the imagination of what an, anim an animator can do, you know? We're going to just draw it on paper and... Oh my gosh, wait, did he move his arm all the way across the kitchen counter? Yeah, he did. We're not gonna we're not even gonna acknowledge it. It's a thing, you know. So think about those kind of animated movies. Or oh, shorts rather. They're really inspiring and I actually like how they put that design in there. And, you know, as someone who loves animation, that's something I actually picked up on. I think it was a really nice touch. And also, what's next for her, you know? Will she come back for season six? I'm not sure. You know, as of right now, it doesn't really seem like we might see much of her. But since she's currently living with the diamonds in the palace, I'm, I'm assuming she's going to be in Pink's room. You know, that, that might be a good idea. Put her in Pink's room. Have her think of all the things that Pink did. Mm, still a little iffy about the ending. That's another story. But yeah, like, it could she could come back as a potential character for season six. Not sure what her purpose might be. Maybe she might be a help to Steven in some other way, some shape or form. Not sure yet. So, overall, what did I think about the movie? I enjoyed it. The music was very nice. There's actually a few, there's actually a few songs that I wouldn't be opposed to hearing multiple times. I mean, you know, <laughs> pretty sure I have uh, true kind of love on repeat right now in my phone. On Spotify, not sponsored. Yeah, it's definitely one of those songs. And also, we're just gonna talk about a couple of fusions. You know, not, not nothing in particular about the fusions. <laughs> stag, <laughs> stag. What? Uh, wait, did I just say stag? Yes, I'm gonna mention that. And before you go, Batora, don't you think stag was a little bit much? My answer is no. And there's a reason why he looks that way. And no, it's not for a stupid JoJo's Bizarre Adventure reference. We're not going to go there. Even though the hair is definitely more of a space dandy kind of thing. You know, mwah. Love ya. My reasoning, honestly, or my opinion on Steg is that it makes sense that he looks hot. There's a reason for that. Mind you, think about it. Steven actually, yeah, he has a chubby design, but you have to also think about the fact that he's been training and working with the gems, even from when he started out as 12 years old. He was constantly moving things around, using a shield, getting into fights, or lack thereof. He definitely did what he had to do on that note, and it just made sense to me. With that combined with his love of his father, they have a bond that no one can break, man. Also, the two dueling, um, the two guitars together, forming a dual electric guitar. Lovely touch. Love it. And yeah, he has four arms. How, how is he going to play that bad boy? 
Yes, I know people in real life have actually played two dual neck guitars. Don't care. The design is awesome. Yes, he's hot. I'm with it. And I also love the fact that he was able to float and Opal came back, you know, because Opal's a thing. And yeah, I mean, she didn't really speak much. She sang a couple words, but you know, everybody knows why she technically can't be coming back so often. The crew universe can't afford the actress. <laughs> That's what happens when you make too much money, kids. Get too, uh, get too famous and next thing you know, you can't even come into work to do a little voice acting. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, God. But that's, that's literally what's the case here. That they can't afford to keep her coming back and all that stuff. Why do you think we don't have Sugalite? Looking at you, Nicki Minaj. Too damn busy to say a few lines. <laughs> I want Sugalite to come back. <laughs> but yes, overall, this movie is something that we did look forward to like no lie a lot of us were like oh my god this movie oh my god spinel you're a great character holy crap we are back on the pink diamond sucks train toot toot all aboard next station abandonment toot toot but seriously i'm just gonna set it for the record pink diamond is a character that yes she made some terrible decisions. Yes, she decided to start something fresh and new when she decided, oh, wait, Earth should be protected. And that's something that she found out late. And yes, she obviously was a brat. She didn't really think of others' decisions before she made her own. She didn't really think about others before she made said decisions is what I mean. Now, I'm not saying that we need to hate Pink Diamond. I'm saying she sets the standard for what you could be if you don't learn to appreciate what you have. You know what I mean? Think about it. Steven is nothing like Pink Diamond, nothing like Rose Quartz, in a way of I don't think before I say anything or I try, you know, or I don't think about what my actions will do to others. Pink didn't think about that. She put Pearl through so much emotional damage to the point where when we found out that there was a reason why Pearl was so on edge all the time about talking about Pink Diamond it's because she knew and she was not allowed to say anything because her Pink Diamond told her to don't say anything about me being Pink Diamond even though I'm coming out as Rose Rose Quartz right about now you're holding on to this information for years Watching the one that you care for go into the arms of someone else that you just did not care for. Why? Because you feel like you earned that relationship. And yes, it sucks. For the record, Pink Diamond is someone that Steven can't be. He knows how to grow and he knows how to make things happen with the people around him. What I don't like, and I'm going to mention this again, I don't like how they set back... Steven's character development it made it look as if he did not give a shit I'm cursing yeah I am he didn't give a shit about Spinel at that point oh mom left you for 6,000 years I'm sorry fam that sucks but we need that drill to come out like today oh you did that oh cool um thanks we're gonna go now huh like I didn't I didn't blame Spinel for turning back and just going Oh, well, screw you. I'm going to put this drill in the ground. 
You want to abandon me? Oh, you're no worth, you know, better than your mother. There you go. This movie has things that I love, things that I didn't like. But what I am going to put out there now is that everything that happens in this movie can lead up to different things that may come about in season six. Now, granted, none of us expected a movie or season six, but Cartoon Network was like, hey, Rebecca, hey, wanna make that movie? We'll give you money. How about season six? You want a season six? I was gonna end with season five. No, 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 fam. We're giving you more money. We want more Steven. Uh, uh, okay, sure. Thank you. You know how to make us happy. Okay, guys. She said yes. Let's walk away now. <laughs> that's literally, I'm pretty sure that's not even 90% of how that went down, but that's my interpretation of it, and I'm sticking to it. So now, here, here goes the question. Now that Steven has supposedly grown from this experience, what could be expected of next season? What could we expect of the gems? What could we expect of everybody in Beach City knowing that they could have almost died? And what could we expect from the show as a whole? Steven Universe is something that got a lot of flack in the beginning for its, you know, lack of plot. And then randomly decided, here's plot. Here we go. Here's the story. Sorry about that. But I'm not blaming Rebecca and the crew for writing the show the way they did. I'm going to blame the Cartoon Network execs. Why? Because they're part of the reason why the show was on hiatus for so long. It's difficult to make something as amazing as Steven Universe and then decide, oh, well, we're going to upload it on our schedule timing. You see, what had happened was, and yeah, I'm going to put it back to when Teen Titans Go first came out. Wow, I'm detracting from this movie. But really quickly, I'm just going to say they initially, Cartoon Network didn't really care about any other show but Teen Titans Go. And that ultimately led up to Steven Universe getting a bad rap as has no plot. Anytime there is major plot put in, they feel like they put more filler. I'm going to do a separate episode as to why that's BS. And the show actually does have character development in ways you didn't see, right? Okay, so back to the movie. Mm, let me see. Well, well, actually, I think I said what I had to say about this movie. <laughs> Don't forget, guys. Um, this is still new for me to do this podcast, but I'm, I'm not trying to make you know long episodes either. It's just one woman talking in front of a mic, talking to into a mic. I don't know who my audience is out there. I don't know what's going to be next for me. I wanted to do these episodes just to showcase what I deem as good quality content. Now, next episode, not sure what's going to be yet, but I do know this. We're going to go into the Eastern world and check out an anime together. How about that? Okay? Sounds good? So, let me know what you guys think about, you know, Steven Universe the movie. I'm going to drop a link 
So you can listen to this episode. Tell me what you think. What was your good, your bad, and just all around your overall experience with the film? Oh, and before I go, I'm going to drop the first, no, well, not drop, more or less give my opinions on the top three songs from this movie. Ready? Good. First, Other Friends. Spinell had an amazing opening song. Very 1930s-esque, and it actually set the tone for why she was there. And it actually showed her to be a really pretty cool villain. Number two would be, to me, True Kind of Love. Yeah, I know, it got overplayed, and it was basically the song that was, like, you know, showcased in the movie trailers. And, I don't know, I just like Estelle's voice, and it just worked for me, you know? Number three, independent together. Because guess what? I don't care what nobody says. Stag looks awesome. Love the song. And it, got, it gave chance, it gave Opal a chance to sing. I'm down. If she can sing or talk, I'm down. It's epic. It's awesome. But anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Big up yourself. One love. Blessed be. And, uh, Stay happy, stay healthy. Bye.